Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Welcome back to UFG Cast. I'm Lee Films, and this is a special episode featuring our Rocket League lead, Sirius. Say hi. How are you guys doing? Yep. Thanks you for having me. Yep. Okay, we're going to be interviewing him. This is going to be great. Okay. Yeah, want to tell us about yourself really quick? Yeah, my name is Salvatore. I go by the gamer name Sirius or Let's Get Serious. That comes from Sirius Black from Harry Potter, my favorite character. Kind of adapted him in real life, if that makes any sense. I'm 30. I have a wife of coming up on nine years, a seven-year-old daughter, and a about-to-be-five-year-old daughter. Nice. So, we're going to be asking him various questions about Rocky League and see what he replies with. This is The first question is going to be interesting here. Who would you say have been the most important in terms of people and friends in your career? So, there's a couple people that I would say. First off would be Sean Duras, who is one of the co-owners of Space Station Gaming. A couple of years ago, I was playing Rocket League for maybe about a year at the time. My daughter was watching some YouTube video, and I overheard Rocket League noises. So I look up, and I see Shonduras' daughter's YouTube. His It's A for Adley on YouTube. My daughter loved it at the time. And I see Rocket League going on. And then he was talking about how he was one of the owners of Space Station Gaming. This was, it was like a reaction video on Space Station in one of the majors a couple of years ago at the time. He was watching his team play. And he seemed super hyped and excited and just genuinely happy. And that was my first experience I had seeing a professional team. So since that day, I've been repping Space Station up until the UFG picked me up. And I've learned everything there is to know about Rocket League. Um, with, that being, with that being said, Reddles and Arsenal, two players on Space Station Gaming, have been a huge motivation for me with grinding and getting better at the game. Those two have a blast playing. They vibe so well together. Even when everything goes wrong, which is inevitable in Rocket League, you can still see them on face cam just laughing it out, not really worrying too much. They just have a blast playing. You can't help but appreciate their skill and attitude towards pro play. And it's something that I try to mimic in all of my games. Like Even when things go absolutely insane and we're getting our butts kicked, just... You're just there to have fun. So Space Station's always going to be the root of my drive with Rocket League. I look forward to hopefully playing with them someday and learning more from them firsthand. Another person that motivates me is Shadow, who's another pro player on the team, and a guy named Boltra. We 
the three of us have been playing together for for years since I was pretty new to the game. Boltro was always super good at the game back when me and Shadow were potatoes. And he used to beat the crap out of us pretty much every time that we played with him. But it was really good for you to play with somebody who's way better than you because just watching their thought process and their skill, you pick up on a lot of things that you're not really even know what you're seeing yet. But it's really good because it challenges you and it teaches you a lot. Very interesting answers on that one. Okay, question number two. For how many hours do you think you've played Rocket League? Oof, I have a couple different accounts over the years, so I had to do some math for this one. But I do remember my very first game of Rocket League. It was back in 2019, about four years after the game released. I was super bored one night looking through new games on my Switch, and I saw Rocket League, and I was like, oh, I feel like I've heard about this. I feel like I've heard good things, so I'm going to give it a shot. I plugged it into my TV. I started playing incredibly bad, just like a fish flopping out of water, but I was instantly hooked. It was simple, easy to understand, exciting. Visually, I thought it looked great. And since then, I've put in about 1,300 hours into the game on various platforms. As soon as I scored my first clean goal, got my first super close save, I was instantly hooked. So, 13, oh my god, that's a lot of hours on a game. That's a lot of hours on a game, yeah. Oh. That's just since, like, 2019, so... What? Coming up on three years, thirteen hundred hours in three years. Oh, that's a that's most of your three years. Yeah. Okay. On my on my PlayStation alone last year, I played for three whole months. No, three whole weeks. Three whole weeks of Rocket League on my PlayStation alone. Okay, I can't do that on a game. Okay. 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 I'm okay. Good choice for lead then for that one i got a couple hours in. <laughs> a couple <laughs> anyway so what would you say is the best thing right now that could grow the rocket league as an esports honestly i don't think there's much else that they should or could be doing rocket league is part of the x games if you were not aware of that i'm not um, aware of that Every single year, gold, silver, and bronze medals are handed out to Rocket League players. Um, and it's almost part of the Olympics. Last year, I want to say, is when the Olympics were. It, it was last year? They had something called the Intel World Open, or the Intel Open World, one of those. And it was a global tournament with the best players in the world representing their respective countries a week leading up to the Olympics. They did it kind of to gauge interest to see if esports would be able to be added to the Olympics, kind of like a test run. Like, hey, times are changing. Should we allow esports in the Olympics? So they did this Intel Open World. It was a giant success. USA took home the gold, undoubtedly, because we're the best. And pretty much Rocket League just needs to keep up their presence, get a little bit more eyes on it, on the professional play. The only thing that I think is holding them back is the game's performance. At times, it is 
absolutely unplayable more times than I care to admit. It's super unplayable. And if I was watching Pro Play or the X Games on ESPN or something, hop into the game and it performs awful, I'm probably not going to come back. Okay. Yeah. So you think it's good as it is now? Yeah, I think they're in a really good spot right now. There's not much to do. I think it basically takes care of just time, in my opinion. So with that being said, this follow-up question should be good then. How would you describe the RL community? Super toxic. <laughs> but it's kind of a double-edged sword here because Rocket League is probably the most competitive esport I have ever seen slash been a part of. The community is incredibly tight and supportive off the field. There's plenty of people that are there to help you and coach you for anybody that wants to learn. But in game, in like clutch moments, you will see the darkest sides of people come out in the text chat. And for that reason, I turn off the text chat. I only do the quick chat preset commands because I've, I've been on both sides of that fence. So to eliminate that problem entirely, no toxicity on my end. I just do the quick chat presets. I noticed that. I've seen that on your game that you don't have text chat. Nope. Yeah. Not at all. Every now and then I'll turn it back on and then I'm like, okay, that's why I had it off. That's, isn't that in most games? Text chat is just toxic. Yeah, you're just asking for trouble. Yep. But with that being said, I think you'll have a good opinion on this question. NA or EU? Rocket League esports. Of course, I have to say NA. But currently, North America has three out of the five top teams globally in RLCS. That's G2, NRG, and FaZe Clan. As much as I hate on NRG, those three players, Garrett G, Justin, and Squishy, are easily the best in the world. Minus this last split, where they didn't even make it to the live audience. But usually, they're so calm under the most stressful times. They have a blast. They have the best team plays you're ever going to see. They have the mechanics to back it up. You literally cannot give NRG a split second on the field, or they will make you pay. But EU is insanely good as well. They seem Their play style seems to be a lot more calculated than NA. Every touch on an EU team seems to have a purpose and is more calculated. But sometimes when NA, as fast as we seem to play, you can't really take your time as much as EU does because we're going to be all over you and the ball. Okay. Great answer for that one. Very surprising to know that they're different plays, basically. Oh, it's a completely different play style. They're both really good. NA and AU, but the style is totally different. I watch. I've only seen NA play, so I had to ask. <laughs> if you watch like an NA Grand Finals and then an EU Grand Finals, you'll see how much slower EU plays. Okay, that's yeah. 
Okay. Do you have a routine before you get into a ranked game? Absolutely. I need to get some music going on in my headphones. Lately, it's been 2000s punk rock, like Fall Out Boy, All Time Low, My Chem, Green Day, all the, all the good stuff from back then. Then I hop into free play for like 15 or 20 minutes and just practice, practice basic stuff like air dribbles, pinches, ceiling shots, anything I'm not feeling confident on or I think needs work. I'll do that for like 15 or 20 minutes. Then I'll spend about five or 10 minutes just hitting the ball as hard as I can, as quick as I can. This is pretty good because it teaches you how to read the ball off the wall at various speeds and various angles. It also teaches you how to move quickly across the field and recover from bad landings to keep your momentum going. After that, I'll link up with the team. We'll run one or two casual games to get into a team play style and not just solo and free play. Shadow always laughs at me at that time because until ranked games start, I'll just sit there and sing really bad to my music, just hanging out, taking a break from all the seriousness that we're about to get into. And then once rank starts, I'll switch the music to like some lo-fi beats to just concentrate and focus up. And then we'll hop into ranked. Okay. Yeah, very great answer there. I'm learning so much about this team right now and how you play. <laughs> oh, there's there's a lot that goes into it. It's at yeah, least like 30, said, like 45 I... minutes of just solo training to warm up before we even start going. Yeah, I can never play. All I gotta say is Rocket League is a whole different game when it comes to players in the competitive scene. Oh, yes. Everybody has their routine. <laughs> Any. And probably a question that will spark chatter here. Do you think anyone can go from bronze to grand champion with proper training? Yes and no. Proper training would definitely help. But Rocket League is, I would say, mostly about the mental game and the dedication required to get that high. Grand champs are something like the top 2% of Rocket League players globally, if it's even that high. Like, I'm a champ right now. I don't do a whole lot of ranked until recently when we got the team together. But I'm a champ, which is one under grand champ, and I'm in the top 7% globally. So you have champ, grand champ, and then supersonic legend. You can be trained all day long, but it takes time for everything to click and start to work, and most people honestly just give up or get discouraged. But our team, UFG, is here for the fans as well. So if anybody wants to learn how to play Rocket League, what it takes, anything at all about the game, we are more than happy to carve out some time and do some training with anybody that supports the org. Okay. Very supportive, the team. From what I just heard, and do you think anyone... So you think it's... I, guess I think it's no possible. Problem. As long as you stick with it, I think it's definitely possible. Yeah. Okay. And with... And tying to your earlier question of all the hours that you told me you have, what is, the, what is the single Rocket League action you are most proud of? Like a single shot, save, or whatever in a particular match? There is a lot to choose from slash consider. I can't really tell you the most thing I'm proud of. I can tell you what hypes me up the most, though, of things that I do. 
whenever I'm in a lobby and I end up faking the entire team, I get so freaking hyped and I'm sitting there crying like a school child. When you are in complete control of your car, the ball, and have the spatial awareness to see the entire other team and predict what they're going to do, it becomes pretty easy to fake everyone out. But there are a few times that you are able to weave through the entire team like a freaking spider while they flip by you, missing entirely, and you score that perfect top net shot. Nothing, nothing in the game is a better feeling, in my opinion. Okay. Okay, because I've seen some great shots from the little clips that I've seen so far. Yeah, we're getting there. We're getting no, to work I, on no, some, some like, team plays. I've seen some of you where you, I think, I think in the actual introduction video that you made. Yeah, I got a knocked, couple fakes you shot, You know, you shot one off the wall and then someone else knocked it in on the team. Yep. Those are, yep, yep, that's good. Yeah. Usually it's either a team pass or if I see that they're in a weird spot, I can kind of get them to own goal, which is also a that's super they good own, feeling. They had that goal. Yep. Yep, that's a great feeling when you can force them to own goal. Yep. And and besides playing, do you play anything besides Rocket League? This is a two-part question. I play some Fortnite with my friends every now and then. I'm pretty terrible at it. But it's fun playing with them. Like, we have fun together playing it. And it's also good to take a short break from Rocket League. You know, every now and then you gotta, gotta change it up just to give yourself a break. Yeah. I also play some Halo, some Rainbow Six Extraction, and with my wife, I'll play a game called Raft. You know, and on the part two, you have fun while playing Rocket League. Usually. If you ask my wife, she'll tell you that I do not have fun at all in Rocket League. But I do. It ebbs and flows. You can't help hey, it. Hey, that's every competitive game. You get angry here oh, and yeah. there and act like yeah, you're not having happens. fun. And that's the part that she hears is the, the anger and the rage coming out when something bad happens. But um, a big Rocket League YouTuber, Sunless Khan, says that there are five stages of Rocket League. There's the suck phase when nothing you do works and you play like absolute garbage. There's the training phase where you do nothing but grind it out in training and free play. You get your confidence back. You work on your mechanics, stuff like that. Then you have stage three when you go back to competitive play called the God phase. This is where you are insanely cracked in the game. You can't lose. Everything you do works. You're outsmart the entire lobby. You're just unstoppable in the God phase. Then there's stage four, which is the crash and burn phase. This is the phase that my wife sees notices the most i should say it's similar to the suck phase but it comes right after you peaked and you were doing so well so it makes you rage even more it's also the phase that'll take that i'll take like a couple days off of the game when i get to the crash and burn phase like when nothing works take like three or four days off play something else play nothing you know just just take a couple couple days off reset yourself mentally I think it's super important to recognize that phase and to adjust accordingly to keep yourself fresh. Then there is acceptance, which is the fifth stage, where you kind of just accept the crash and burn, you stop getting angry, you start having fun again, and then the cycle kind of resets itself. And you'll go through these this cycle every few months. It's it's inevitable. Hey, that, that's like I said, that's every game, basically. It's inevitable. <laughs> Any, 
Okay. And what is your biggest problem with the esports scene in its current state? I can't speak on other esports because I'm not too familiar with them. But what I've noticed with Rocket League, my biggest problem is the reaction from people who don't understand. Like, I'm always introducing people to the Rocket League esports scene. Um, I had a buddy visiting me for like a month a couple weeks ago, and the majors were on for Rocket League. And he's a big football guy, so I was like, hey, come over, we'll smoke some meat, and we can watch Rocket League together, because that's football's over, Rocket League's on right now, so let's do that. And he was really cool about it, but some people, I get the, oh, why are you watching people play a video game? Why don't you just play it yourself? Like, that's so pathetic. I get that all the time. Oh, yeah. So I hit him with the, well, well, why do you watch people play football every Sunday? Why don't you just go outside and play football, you know? Or, yeah, join, like, same a, or join an amateur league in the area. Yeah, you, why don't you just go play football? Yeah. Like, it's the same concept. I play Rocket League. I watch people play Rocket League. It's, I don't, it's I don't sport, think they understand. You know? I don't think they understand. Yeah, esports are definitely the future. There's no denying it. And as soon oh, as people taking, embrace over that already. Fact, oh, yeah. And as soon as people embrace that, the scene is going to be much better off. Yeah, well, people need to embrace it because like, you get people, they look at it, like who played games before, they can't move into like the esports scene because they just don't enjoy it or know or understand yeah. it. Or they're never good enough to do anything with it, which is fine. Yeah. That's most players. Or you get, or you get I, like, I or you, or I'm gonna say you get people, right? Like family members who, oh, you're doing this. What is this kind of thing? Yeah. Who never? Like, oh, why don't you do something else with your life? Like, I mean, I'm I'm doing plenty. Like, I'm in school myself. I have a million and one things going on. Rocket League and gaming is just like another avenue that I'm taking. It doesn't mean like I'm stopping with go anything else. Yeah, push. yeah. There's there's a lot coming for this team. Yeah. Okay. And now on to what inspired you to play Rocket League professionally. <clears throat> you probably answered this already, but very few times in your life do you find something that you genuinely enjoy that you have a knack for. I found Rocket League years ago. I found the professional teams and the professional scene, and I love everything about it. I am not the best player by far in the game. Some would say I'm literal trash. That's fine. Sometimes it's absolutely true. But this team has the drive and the commitment to progress in the pro scene. Watching the pros on stage at lands in front of the live audience of support, the fun they seem to be having, how hyped they get when they actually do well, that's a huge inspiration for me as well. I would like to join them on stage at some point. Oh, that point. that will definitely be happening. We'll be we'll, we'll work. Get there. We'll, we'll get be there. Oh, we're gonna work to make sure that team gets to. We're gonna get league. there. That's why we're starting an amateur league to grow the name, and then bring Hell it. Yeah. I think I think recently I figured out how Rocket League teams are made in the pro league. So I might have to talk to you one day about that. Yeah, the pro Rocket League scene is is really inclusive. Like, you can be anybody. You can, you can just be a group of friends and sign up for RLCS. And yeah, RLCS as as you, X, right, is what they're on right now, right? I believe that was a, two two years ago, maybe? Well, like, we got to figure, we gotta figure it out how to get there, but... They haven't updated their website since X in yeah. terms of how to sign up for it. Yeah, so that's probably what you saw. Yeah, that's what I saw. 
but yeah, they're they're super inclusive. There's regional events all throughout the year. Usually, we're about three fourths of the season's done right now, and then we'll start getting notifications for qualifying for the next season. And if you and if you said you're top like seven, that's really a good sign there for qualifying. Yeah, I mean that's just for you know competitive play that I've actually played on this one account, like. You know, we have potential. A lot of us don't really play comp unless we're together, so gotta, that yeah. number is just going to increase the more we play comp together. Okay. And probably the question everyone will want to know, how did you come across UFG and know you wanted to join? I cannot remember exactly where I found UFG. I want to say it was on Twitter somewhere. Okay, we're on what? we're on Twitter, a site called eFuse. We're on Yeah, the link was to eFuse. I feel like I saw it on Twitter and it linked out to eFuse. Yeah. But I took a look at y'all's website, I did some research on the org itself, and your goals and your professionalism seem to align really oh. well with mine. And after talking to you during that initial interview, I knew it was something that I wanted to be a part of. And I knew I had something that I could bring to the org. Yeah. And I'm just glad that y'all took a chance on yep. me. There's plenty more to come down the pipe. Like, and we've been, and I'm going to say this: we've been told by our by just the website that we have better. I'm going to say this: better website than most esports teams out there that are pro teams. Yeah, that's that's undeniable. Because <laughs> I was looking around one day, right recently, and most of them just linked to their merch. Nothing else. Yeah, if you want to find info on esports teams, you have to really dig throughout their website. It's not, or not even that. Like obvious like, or easy. You have to go find like their like Wikipedia like pages too that talk about them. Yeah, it's it's a nightmare. Space Station does a really good job on their website. I know I like their site. That's pretty much it. Everybody else is pretty subpar. Phases is like too cluttered with content thrown on it. Phase just has way too much going on right now. And then and then what is it that there's another team called the Hundred Thieves? They just have like information about funding on their site. Give us money. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I want to support this team. Yeah, but those are but the funding they're looking for are investors. So it's not... Yeah, that's that's not what you want to see as a fan coming to a website. That's not what I want to see. No. I want to get hyped. I want to be interested. Yeah. You want to learn more about the team. Yeah, and the org and what the vision is, what the plan is, how went, y'all operate. That's why that. I went with like throwing the about section in two spots on the site for us. And then having team pages that are going to be updated soon to have more information on the teams now that they're actually growing and doing things. The jerseys are en route. As soon as yeah. we all have jerseys, we'll get some, some nice pictures and we'll be able to update yeah. everything. They're all, yep, they're in work. And with that being said, what would you play if Rocket League did not exist? Ugh, man. <laughs> it could be before a competitive I found Rocket game. League, before I found Rocket League, I would play a lot of Grand Theft Auto and Battlefield, but it wasn't, you know, 1,300 hours. It was like, I might put like four to six hours a week into gaming. Nothing really held my interest, like, so I didn't play too often. I would just jump on when I was bored. Yeah. Without Rocket League, I would probably still just 
be casually wasting money trying out different games for a week or so before losing interest and moving on to something else I don't really care about. Yeah, I mean, I could say I played like 800 hours of Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> That's all I used to play for the longest time. That's been out for like a freaking decade, though. Like Grand Theft Auto 5? Oh yeah. Oh, I, well, okay, oh, yeah. I played I all the Grand Theft Autos, but that's all I used to play. And then Fortnite I did came. Want, yeah, I did want the new remastered, quote unquote, Grand Theft Auto for the PS5, but I've read nothing but like really subpar reviews about I, it. No, I I bought it. I found so many but, bugs. Yeah. Haven't pulled the trigger because I was like, this sounds horrible. I, I found so many bugs, and it's just updated graphics of the game that you could play. Just reskinning, basically yeah. what they did with the original trilogy. Not yeah. the original, but, you know, 3, Vice City, and San oh, Andreas. Yeah. Oh, you're talking Which about... I, like... I enjoyed those remasters, though. I play those pretty often. Are you often. talking about the anniversary editions? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah I, I like them. To... I don't think they're bad. But I used to play that, and then I played Fortnite, right? For a... then, I, then when Fortnite came around, I played that till it basically had its first round of death. On like the game dying. Yeah, it, it's on its last leg right now, from what I've been reading. Yeah. Everybody seems to be transitioning back over to Apex. Yep, it, Apex which is, is just the thing. just straight peaking right now. Yep. I gotta, I downloaded it. I gotta get into it one of these days. On one of my off days, I'll hop into Apex yep. and have like, that pro team learn me up. Yeah, because I played with. I'm gonna say this. I played like Fortnite, and then I just. When it started to die is when I decided to build actually this team. Late late twenty nineteen. Nice. And then for the finale question, for players who are trying to join that pro life, what advice would you give them? Um, they need to find a consistent group of people to play with. Like when I first started playing, it was always me, Shadow, and Boltra. And it was Boltra 1v2ing me and Shadow, absolutely destroying us. And it was fun, I'll say. My wife will disagree, but I, looking back, it was fun. Uh, use comms. That's a big one. Rocket League is all about communication. You need to constantly talk. Tell your team where you are. Tell them what your plan is. They should be doing the same back to you. It should be nonstop talking. Watch pro gameplay. Because when you watch and play with people that are way better than you, you subconsciously learn these things. And then you'll find yourself in free play doing something crazy that you've never really tried, but it working just because you're building that muscle memory watching them do it. Watch tutorial videos, mess around in free play. Like when I play competitively, I don't do anything fancy. My goal is to take that ball and put it in the net. I don't go for a ceiling shot, double musty backboard nothing i, I just dribbles. put the ball on the goal yeah I, I mean air dribbles they're they're basic enough no, but i'm but... talking about i'm talking about like there are some people right where they go and yeah. do air dribbles like across the entire the... map and into the just goal. focusing on mechanics yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't i'll do that in like free play and casual but in comp just passing it and giving it to my team to score because i was watching one thing right a pro i watched some video of some person right air dribble for 13 hours straight Without dropping the yeah, ball. Yeah, I've seen that video. That dude is insane. <laughs> okay, you see, okay, you seen that? It, I don't know how they gave it a, they gave it a world record. I d I don't know how. Occasionally, <laughs> I'll get like a really nice goal to goal dribble, but I I'm not keeping it up for 13 hours. I can promise you that. <laughs> yeah, that when I saw that, I'm thinking, 
first of all, my hand would be hurting and cramping many hours before that. You have to assume that he wore a diaper during that. <laughs> I would also, yeah. I would. Also. Like, there's no way. I can't go 13. I drink a lot of water. I can't go a lot an of hour without, without going to the bathroom. One thing, too, as a pro player, you should be drinking a lot of water. So you're staying hydrated, focused. You also need to yeah, water. Water is a big thing. I drink way too much water. Not even that. You should just be focused on, like, what is it? Health. Because you're also sitting at your computer for long hours. Yeah, like if if you've ever seen pictures of like the space station crew, minus Daniel because he's 15 years old, but Arsenal and Reddles, like they're pretty muscular. Arsenal goes to the gym like four or five times a week. Yeah, they like what is it? I was watching something recently. You know the team TSM. Yes. I was. They have a whole gym in their facility. Nice. They, they have like they have like a schedule of when like you play, do certain things, like take breaks at this time. I mean, it's smart. Yeah. It's always good to take a break. That's you another should... piece of advice for people that want to join the pro leagues. Like, Not even... it's okay to take a break. I yeah. took about two months off last year from Rocket League just playing other games. And then you'll find that when you come back to the game, you're usually stronger because of that break. And and one thing, what about... What is pro-life question, right? I want to add something to it. What about teams, would you say, for like players if they're looking to join a team because i know there are people out there who get like nervous to ask teams to join or reach out or look for applications on amateur teams because they're always looking at the pro teams i mean just be open like do some research i'm in a couple i think what five different rocket league discords one of them is like they have like nine thousand members and they do a season every year with they basically like mold it from the nfl like their scouts and managers and trades and super legit super complicated i still don't understand all of it but just be open-minded look look for stuff it doesn't have to be you know jumping straight into pro play i've been on on a couple teams myself over the years just keep grinding keep putting in work keep reaching out to people and somebody will talk back and with that being said Thanks for being here. Glad yeah, to, absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And thanks for everyone listening to UFG Cast, and we'll catch you next time. Y'all have a good one. Tune into the Twitch. Yeah. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. 